Hey guys, welcome to Lunch Plus. We're back. It's Monday morning, and I'm here with Abigail. Her her name's not Abigail. Like Abigail. that was that was extra pronounced. It's just Abby. But we're super excited to be here with you today. It's gonna be a great episode. Go ahead and share the broadcast because it's gonna be a great episode. And comment. Tell us who you are. Shame. Where you're watching from. Tell us about your weekend. Buddy is saying hi, 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 hi. Um, that's, hi. that's how I envisioned it. He could have also just been going, hi, 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 either way. It, it's probable either way. But it's first thing <laughs> Monday morning, and we are super excited to be here with you. Pastor Nicole says, my girls. Aw, hi, mama. Purple heart slash N. <laughs> and then Priscilla says, hey, 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 hey. We are so excited to have you here with us. Jade, what am I, chalk liver? Thank you for that. It's cool. I love you. She says, Abby, where have you been all my life? <laughs> um, she says that her name is Jade, currently sitting at Hendrick Toyota. Why? Why are you there? Bleh. Um, nothing against Hendrick Toyota. That's just not the most fun of things. Um, <laughs> Buddy is singing in the comments. Like, there's just so much activity happening right now in the comment stream that I'm getting distracted. Here's what's coming up this Monday. Here we go. Monday morning, family chat is right now, followed by the price is right. Whoa, right. And then what's good with Abby. And, and then confessions, followed by word sneak word sneak and then what's the word it's going to be a great day and yeah go ahead and share it it's gonna be awesome yeah debbie says that she's so glad that the sun is shining oh me too y'all it's chilly today look at abby's this, sweater this like, is my winter or my fall sweater it's it's cold it's officially <laughs> sweater weather time mr will's behind the camera showing off his short sleeves and shaking his head but it is definitely sweater weather time it was it's 44 cold. degrees this morning when i came to 6 a.m prayer Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cold. George says that he has us muted, but he's able to type. Aw. Hi, George. <laughs> it's time for family chat. And as you guys know, this is the time where we get to hang out with you and talk about some questions, burning questions, important questions. Life-altering. Serious questions. Yes. Like, which superhero would be the coolest one older? I, that's not a question for today, but now I need to know. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Question number one of the day. T-shirt or uh... sweatshirt? T-shirt or sweatshirt? Which one would you prefer? Buddy says Wolverine. I know that's not the answer to this question. It what? was a superhero. <laughs> oh, the old... T-shirt okay. or sweatshirt? Wolverine. <laughs> I want Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know. Prilla says, Prilla says T-shirt. Kevin says, um, what's the temperature? George says sweatshirt. Jade says sweatshirt all day. My answer yeah. is also sweatshirt. No matter what it's like outside, I will keep it colder inside so I can wear a sweatshirt. Yeah, I prefer to be warm than cold, so I'd rather, I feel like sweatshirt's a safe answer. Sweatshirt's cozy, yep. too. Like, it's, a, it's it a nice, cozy answer, even in the summer. Uh, Pastor yep. Nicole says, today, sweatshirt, it's frigid. I love you. It is cold. <laughs> Holly, hey Holly! I love you. Hi. Yeah, no sweatshirt for sure. Um, Debbie says today is a sweatshirt. 
Pastor Nicole says, I love long sleeve tees. <laughs> that's, a, that's an office quote right there. Um, but yeah, no, sweatshirt for sure. Priscilla so far is the only t-shirt. She seems to be on her own. Are any of you guys t-shirts? Don't leave Priscilla hanging. Are any of you t-shirts? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Will, Will is. <laughs> Kevin says sweatshirts are cozy unless mm -hmm. it's above 65 degrees. 65? I can wear sweatshirts in, I've worn sweatshirts this summer. I just wear them with shorts. In 70 degrees, I've worn sweatshirts comfortably. Buddy says the best time to wear a striped sweater is all the time. <laughs> Johnny says t-shirt. There we go. Johnny is on the Priscilla team. Um, Priscilla says Wolverine wears t-shirts. And then Rachel says sweatshirt for sure. I just blanked there. Like I was reading and I, I realized I needed to read out loud. Um, Priscilla says I love sweaters when it's snowing. I... I like it yeah. all the time. <laughs> I know. Pastor Nicole says that hers was not an office quote, that she legit loves long sleeve t-shirts. I know it wasn't her intentionally quoting, but it is a quote from the show. Whoa. Um, so, well. Okay, question number two. Bun, da, da. Flowers or trees? These are so random. <laughs> what in the world? These are some of Marky's favorite things, like when they're the most random things that people have to figure <laughs> out. She, like, it's really exciting. Um, I'm trees all day long. Really? Yep, all day. I think I'm flowers. I can see that. I feel like I'd be happier in a field of flowers than I would in a field of trees because it'd just be a forest and it's dark and, and scary. And that's not... That's not fun. Marky says flower trees. Buddy says, I've never given your, his wife a bouquet of trees. Um, Johnny says he's still on the sweatshirt one. He normally wears <laughs> hoodies. Pastor Nicole, yay. She is magnolia and dogwood trees. Johnny mm. is trees. Natalie's flowers. Yeah. So I, when we go on vacation, like when we go to Charleston, George and I go driving around just mm -hmm. to look at the trees. Like all Aww. the plantations with the trees up the driveway, like that's my dream is to have a great big long driveway yeah. with arched trees over it. Like <gasps> those are cute. I like those. I, Kevin says trees, Jade says trees. Um, Buddy says there are trees with flowers on them. Julie says flowering trees. <laughs> Uh, Holly says she likes trees in hot summer days and she loves flowers all the time. Jade says that we are so in sync today, for <laughs> sure. I call being dibs on Justin Timberlake, though. I don't want to be any of the others. Um, you can pick which of the four you want to be, though. And then <laughs> uh, Kevin asks, have you ever tried to climb a flower? That would be amazing. Didn't like Thumbelina or something? Can you imagine if sunflowers <laughs> were like trees and you just climb up to the top and you just get to sit in like the black part of it? Oh, that sounds Until amazing. Until you get like a pollen flower. Yeah. And it's like. <gasps> but then, okay, so imagine if the pollen flowers, like the one where you can blow and it's like if you can climb <laughs> up. <not> pollen. <laughs> Well, that's in my head, that's what they are. But like you climb up and you grab it and then like a giant <gasps> blows and then you get to fly through the air like. Mary Poppins, I guess that's where I am. Like, <laughs> that went, that went far off. Well, it's, it's okay. That was fun. That would be fun. I've seen, I've seen cartoons like that. I had so many songs. Like, I had Mary Poppins in my head, and then I had, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly from Peter Pan. Like, I was all over the map. My imagination. We're, it's a nice Monday, guys. <laughs> it's a really great Monday. <laughs> Question number three. Dun, dun, dun. 
Captain America or Iron Man. Oh my goodness. I didn't goodness. even know you were going to be on when I oh, put this in for this today. Is, this is a debate we have long had. It's true. Abby and I are on polar opposite ends of this. Complete opposite ends. Because Team Iron Man. Captain America. And Iron Man. All the way. All day. All no day. Way. Iron Man. No way. Captain Kevin Buck is no. Iron Man. No, no, no. Is no wiki Captain America? Is that what's happening? Okay, so we're yeah. polarized yeah, yeah, yeah. over there as well. We've polarized the Kevins. Yep, the Kevin, Kevins. Kevin. Um, <laughs> Captain America, Captain. There's a lot of Captain Americas happening in the comments. Um, the yeah, no, he's he's really not though. He is. His morals deteriorated as the movies continued. Like he starts <laughs> off like, don't Fair curse thing. around me, and then at the end of the movie, Captain America is dropping a whole bunch of things all through the movie and like slightly weird jokes and stuff. Iron Man's morals been, and abilities started to escalate. No, he Iron started Man's not morals good. have been like. <laughs> he ended on this, high. This will look good as compared to Captain America's morals, which no. are still at their lowest, no. a bunch higher than Cap nope. than Iron Man. So, nope, it's okay, it's okay, guys. <laughs> I, I, while I think Iron Man is leaps and bounds better, um, I do have a soft spot for Captain America because George is basically Captain America. I've Honestly. called George Captain America for years now, so. He is. He is the real life Captain America. It's true. It's pretty great. I hope George has like screenshots and closed captions on because it's true. <laughs> this isn't just my opinion. This is Abby's also opinion. So this isn't like a wife being gross. This is just fact. Like it's it it's just what's, what it, it is. Um, okay, next, last question of the day. Captain America seems to be the winner in the comments. It's okay, yeah. Iron Man, it just wasn't your day, but it will be next time. Question number four. Oh, I Superman or one. Batman? I there's, forgot this was right around the no corner. There's no question <laughs> about it. Yeah, because Batman's great. You see the silence that happened right there? <laughs> Some, I, yeah. Buddy is power like... walking up the aisles, guys. Like, if you were in Boomerang <laughs> a few weeks ago, you know what a vision that is. <laughs> Superman is the best. And sure. he's just the best. Sure. Batman is like the Iron Man version of DC. Which makes him the best. And Superman is like the Captain America version of DC. And Superman's just, he's the, when you say superhero. I think of Iron Man. No. <laughs> when you say superhero, people think Superman. Not Barrett. Superman. No. Super. Hero. No. It's, he's the best through and through. Buddy says Batman beats Superman. Yeah. And Pastor Nicole says that Luki loves Batman. But, but it, it, it does though. It doesn't though. It, it for sure does. In a competition, whoever wins is the best of that competition. At fighting, but as a person, <laughs> they're, no. No, I'm sure. Yeah, sorry, phone. <laughs> no. Uh, Kevin says oh. Batman because he has real guy issues to deal with. Johnny says Batman. Um, real guy issues. Buddy says Captain America beat Iron Man, but did he though? Did he? Did he? Did he? I I don't think so. No. Wait, <laughs> I said did he? And <laughs> the one on Captain America's side. Just kidding. He did. Sure. He did. Sure he did. Um. Sure. 
So, yeah, there's a lot more Batmans than there were Iron Man, so that's really interesting. Um, He's so dark and, like, depressing. I really, what I need He's to do sad. is I, here's why I have, like, an issue with Superman. I don't have an issue with him as a whole, but I grew up in, what's the show, Marky, that uh, I don't like? The show I don't like about Superman with the pretty boy. Smallville. I grew up with Smallville, and so I saw Superman. I'm like, you're going to get your butt kicked. And I thought that all the time when I saw Tom Welling's character. I'm like, I don't, nah. So I need to see, like, a Superman that's not seemingly wimpy high school version of Superman. Like, I need to see grown-up Superman. You haven't seen any of the new ones, like with Henry Cavill? I've seen... I've seen Batman vs. Superman with Ben Affleck, so that's, that was my introduction to Superman. It was Ben uh, Affleck and then Henry What's-His-Face. That, so, was, that was a disappointing movie. So I need, to see, I need to see a legitimate Superman with Christopher Reeves. That's what I need to do. Yes. This is, this is an age moment where <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, the, original, okay. the original Superman. Okay. Well, guys, that was not surprising. I figured that we'd have <laughs> lots of Supermans. It's okay. Um, but right now, it, we are going to hop into our first official segment of the day. The Price is Well Right, and we have some exciting guests on today for The Price is Well Right. It's Buddy and the Kevins. And so stick around, share the broadcast if you haven't done it yet, and we're going to hop into The Price is right right after this see you in just a second Well, hi. Welcome hi. to the Lunch Plus broadcast. It's me and Kevin. And Kevin, we are here today to jump into our first segment. But before we jump in, we have an awesome broadcast for you today. Let's show the people what's going on today. First, we have The Price is Right. Followed by What's Good. Um, after What's Good, we have a time of confessions. Followed by Word Sneak. Word Sneak. I really hope you heard that because literally you cannot say Word Sneak in the studio without Barrett singing it. Her, her singing it along. Singing along. After that, we have a time of What's the Word. It's going to be awesome. But first, we have The, the Price, Price is Right. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm not sure. All yes. right, well now it's time for The Price is Right. The Price is Right. This is my favorite segment because, and I say this every time, but this is my favorite segment because this is the segment where I can show you the random things that you can buy on the internet. <laughs> I need to buy. <laughs> the things that you need to buy. Yes. Again, again, it is my goal, it is my duty for this segment to make sure that somebody at some point purchases one of the items that they see in this in this segment. It hasn't happened yet. But if you I'm still believing for my gold commode. Amen. Yeah, gold commode. Amen. So if you have not if you have purchased something from one of the previous prices rights, please put it in the comments and let me know. I really want to know. I really want to know. Anyway, so here's how this segment goes. We're gonna put up a random item that you can purchase on the internet. 
And what you're going to have to do is, uh, I'll, I'll have you go first, Kevin. Okay. Actually, no, I'll have you go first, Kevin. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, so what Kevin's going to do is when the item comes up, he's going to have to guess how much he thinks it costs. Okay. All right? And then you will have to guess whether you think it's higher or lower than what he guessed. All right. If you're correct, you get a point. If you're wrong, Kevin gets a point. Okay. And if you're within $5 of the, of the well, original amount, you also get a point. Five All right? Bucks. Five bucks. All right. So, we got this. So yeah, that's this. how this game works. And guys, we want you to participate in the comments as well. Uh, we want you to be guessing how much you think these items are worth. Um, it's going to be awesome. George says, I think Kevin's going to win. I think that's a safe bet. I think, yeah, I think he's onto something there. That's yeah, a safe bet. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Nicole's, Fashion Nicole said Kevin will win by a buck. Oh, hey! Hey, because hey, it's Kevin wow. Buck. Kevin. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that's the joke. Yeah. All right, well, let's jump into our first item of the day for the prices, right? What first item of the day, we have designer muddy, muddy jeans. jeans. You pay extra so, for the dirt. Yes. So these are jeans that uh -huh. have fake mud plastered all over them. Okay. They're designer. You can buy them at Nordstrom. Um, on their website. Nordstrom. Uh, okay. These these became super popular about a year or two ago. Uh -huh. um, so Kevin, how much do you think designer muddy jeans cost? I have so many issues wait, wait. with this. Wait, <laughs> wait. Put the camera on us. I, you guys need to see Kevin's face. This wait is horrible. <laughs> Look at that man. I have a real problem with this. You look like you're working. What kind of jack wagon is buying these britches? Uh, people. A... There are people. Yeah. All right. So are you serious? Johnny Shaver put. What oh, do you think they're paying? He put fifty dollars. Yeah. I thought you know the five what? Here's, the, here's the thing. We can, you know, you can come over to the Buck House. We can do some gardening. Yeah. And it's really cheap. You, you, you get your britches dirty yep. real quick. Yep. Real For cheap. real. You can turn around and sell it. Legit. All right. Yeah. All right, Kevin. How much do you think it costs? I'll tell you what. I wouldn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you wouldn't pay. That is, I wouldn't pay what they're paying. That's ridiculous. Okay. All right. Um, then hire. You know what? <laughs> Somewhere there's some little girly man out there that can't get his britches dirty like a real man would, and he would buy those. So I'm going to say, and he's got a lot of money, Good so on. I'm going to say that Good he would on. spend... Uh, I, I, I'm with you, Holly Shaver, $125. $125. Yes, sir. Sorry, I like Jade, Jade Stallings on uh, YouTube. She put a slogan, make a wimpy man look like he's worked for the day. Amen, yeah, that's right. Thank yeah. you. That's what it looks like. All right, do you What think... does he wear for his work shoes? Ballet slippers with a little Ooh, dust on uh, them or something? Maybe. I, I wonder if know. you can buy dirty shoes, too. Oh, my <laughs> word. Oh, for that was... All right. Kevin, how much do you think? Do you lower. think it's higher or I'm low, going lower? Lower than for sure. 125? Is that what you yeah. think? Yeah, 125. You think it's lower than 125? I think it's lower than All right, show us how much does these uh, designer muddy jeans cost? They cost 400. Oh, no way. They never want to sleep that color. $425. Oh, That's insane. I have so much shame right now. <laughs> well, you got a point. I do have a point. This you is can get awful. a job and make that in a week and, you know, actually get your jeans dirty. If you can afford them, apparently they have a job. 25. <laughs> oh, what my God. Or, or they have parents that have a job. Point two. Yeah, and they live in the garage. <laughs> What's the matter with you people? Go All right. Go well, pick up a shovel or something. That's insane. Whoa, hello. 
we just reached our hundredth comment. Yay! Of the day. Holly Shaver. All right, well Holly. Well done. She said, "I got some mud. I put it. I put on jeans and charge you less." <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations, Holly. You are our one hundredth commenter of the day. Okay. Well done. All right. Well, let's move on to our next item, item of the day. Number two. All right. This time you're going to be guessing the price. All right. Okay. What's Higher. our second item of the day? The world's most expensive. Oh, you I've gotta be kidding! Now, I will give you. I will give you some specs on this yeah. iPhone, just to, just to help you out a little bit. All right, the device. It's an iPhone six. The device is made up of. Six. It's an iPhone six, so it's a little outdated. But, okay. Uh, it's made up of 24 karat gold and is studded with a huge pink diamond. So that diamond on the back is actually that, that's oh, a that's legit a, diamond. Oh wow! Oh my um, dear. How many uh, carats is the, that the, f- 24, uh, the diamond? I don't know. Uh, th- they didn't share. But the okay. phone also comes with a platinum coating, and it is it has special hack-proof, um, a special hack-proof uh, design like built into it. So it's impossible okay. to hack. You know, nobody's stealing that for the iPhone 6 to hack it. Yeah. <laughs> Not really true. important. Right. Wow. All right, so how much do you think the world's most expensive iPhone Wor- is? If it's the world's most expensive, it's got to be in the millions, easy, because there's no way anybody would aim for the world's most expensive and not be up there. Yeah, this is actually the world's most expensive just phone in general, too. Wow, oh, my dear. I would really like, that, to know, I'd yeah. like to know the size of that pink diamond. Pink I mean, that, yeah, that thing, was, it took up, that you know, probably 20% of the, so, the back of it. Oh, oh, man, I'm going to go 5.1 million. Five point one million dollars. Yes. All right. The size of that stone. I, I think that stone is is a pretty big stone. I just think that five million is going to be a stretch. I'm going to come in at lower anyway. Lower, lower than lower. five. Lower than five. Million. Million. I think that's a safe. If I'm within five bucks, do I get the prize? Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I'll be sure. All right, well, to show us. Wait, I see like a million dollars, five thousand to ten thousand dollars. I see a lot in the comments. Right. Now, show us, show us how much does this iPhone cost? Forty-eight point <laughs> five million dollars. See that? Dang, that's a big stone. <laughs> it's a big one. I see. I like the comment. Are Thanos you serious? Is, it's Thanos's phone. It's missing it's an Infinity Thanos. Stone. That's perfect. It's, yeah, that's an Son. Infinity Stone in the back. That's, that's why it cost him forty-eight million. Is that Sony Jack Wagon is walking around yeah, yeah. with dirty britches yep. and a forty-eight <laughs> million in, dollar phone. That's in the pocket right there. Probably. Oh my heavens! Forty-eight million. Oh wow. Oh Ooh. heavens! All right. Well, it's a tie game, one to one. Kevin's right. winning. Oh well, no, Kevin's at the tie. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's are tied. All right, well, let's move on to our next item of the day. Our next item for the Price is Right is, is the worst alphabet book ever. P is for pterodactyl. That yeah. is funny. P is for pterodactyl. I'm going to give you some other ones. Who's, who's, A who's is guessing for the price Isle. on this? A is for K Isle. is for night. Uh-huh. T is for tsunami. Oof. X is for xylophone. So that's kind of... Yeah. Th- those are just some samples that's in this. You want to torture uh, a kid? You get them that. My phonetic brain is exploding right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope it's got uh, a lot of pictures. <laughs> I would need I, pictures. It does have a lot of pictures. I need pictures. Psychologically speaking, mm. I'm struggling with this. P is for pterodactyl. <laughs> P is for pterodactyl. Oh my goodness. All right. Who's, you know, you know who's why, guessing the price you, on this you know, one? Um, Never mind. 
I was just going to make a, a bad joke. <laughs> okay. It's um, never happens around here. Never. That's all right. I made a bad joke and it flew right over you guys. Um, let's see. Like a pterodactyl. I'm going to say yes, like a pterodactyl. Uh, uh, go ahead. Okay, I'm just going right. to You know why uh, pterodactyls are so uh, stealthy in the bathroom? Because oh, their pee is silent. Because the pee is silent. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> All right. How much do you think the book costs? Cost? So if you told me that joke yesterday, I'd have thought you were crazy because I didn't <laughs> even know there was a pee in it. Uh, but today, that's a funny joke. You okay. just now discovered that there's a pee in there. That there is now. Did you now just he needed discover that, book. that there's a P in psychology? He and... needed the book. Really. Oh, okay. No, I All didn't right. have Okay, all right. Anyway, all right. How much do you think it costs? All right, that book, I would probably give you, I wouldn't give you much for it, but uh, it probably goes for $26.50. $26.50. Right. Higher or lower than $26.50. Was that on like a boutique site or Amazon? No, it's Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> this is not Nordstrom. I'm going to go lower. Lower than 2350? 2650. 2650. Lower than 2650. All right. How much does the world's worst alphabet book cost? It costs 1463. Right. It must have been on sale right. kind of a Yeah, it's a very specific price. Very specific. <laughs> okay. All right. Now well, all right, let's move on to our next item. I'm buying that. Next item of the day. Take, we got to fly through these next two. Take okay. my money. Dehydrated water. <laughs> you can buy this on Amazon. All you have to do is add water. <laughs> you can buy this. <laughs> you can buy this on Amazon. All righty then. Just add water. How Otherwise known water? as air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time, right. next time, what's right <laughs> dehydrated right How much do you think Ten dehydrated rock. water costs? Kevin. <laughs> How Which much one? do you think? Didn't I get? I guess the last one. You get Kevin. Kevin. How yeah. much do you I got think? I that one. Yeah. How much do you oh, think? Oh man. Yeah, okay. You got so that that's gonna be one. that's gonna be somebody just doing something stupid to mess with somebody. You so think? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. Eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars. Is that one bottle or is that like a case of stuff? It's one bottle. All right. Eighteen dollars for a bottle of air. All right. <laughs> do, you think it, do you think air costs more or less than eighteen dollars? It's a pretty good joke, but I'm I'm gonna come in lower. I'm feeling about fifteen, so I'm coming in lower. Okay, All right. How much is dehydrated water? It is twelve okay. ninety one. You, you were very close. You were almost within the five dollar range, too. Okay. Um, Oh yeah, I didn't get to guess. I said so you just you got it for you were lower. Yeah, I was lower. You went. So I guess yeah. we're even so again. So it's two to two. All right, we, we got our tiebreaker last item of the day. We have a personalized personalized potato parcel. Have you ever wanted to just print your face onto a potato and send it to a friend? Last week. Well, you can. I was trying to find that on the internet. See, it's there. It's there on the internet. Okay. You can print on you print your face onto a potato and send it to a friend. <laughs> That's awesome. You're, you, you get to put the price on that one, brother. I'm just going higher or lower. All right. Um, I don't know. Priscilla said, price, what would this be used price for? Price for a personalized spud. Mm -hmm. That would be... <laughs> uh, I'm going to come in at um, $47. Oh, $47. Interesting. <laughs> I'm going lower. <laughs> that, that wasn't even a thought. Not even a close. I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking that's potato gun ammo right there. There you go. <laughs> Boom. You like to shoot your face on a potato. Yeah. Oh, Somebody's no face. Somebody's face, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hallelujah. It sounds like a really good... Uh, uh, How much did you say? Stress relief. $40-some dollars? 
All right. Well, how much is it? More or less than forty-seven dollars? It's eighteen ninety-nine. Oh, on sale. Surprisingly, now. you can actually do this on Amazon as well. Is that right? Yeah, it's but nice. they also have a website um, that you can do this. Yeah, Joni said this was on Shark Tank. I, I would really much like to see that pitch. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. They're it's talking a, to millionaires. Have you ever wanted to ship your face on a potato to a friend? Well, well. Let me tell you. Today is your day. How do you find these things on the internet? I don't even know how to search for something like that. <laughs> exactly. You know? I'm, I'm very pleased with myself. Spud canvas. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us today for The Price is Right. right. Now we're moving on. Oh, oh. Sure. well done, sir. Yes, because yes. Kevin won. So, George, Kevin you're right. Win. With your, with Kevin your guess, win. Kevin did win. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're moving on to a time of, conf not confessions, what's good with Abby Wright. It's going to be awesome. It's Don't miss it. Good. Don't miss it. We're moving on right there. Right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> everyone and welcome to what's good how are you good I'm expecting you answered back I felt a little bit like Dora right there like <laughs> back, back. so I hope you are doing wonderfully today we have some awesome just some awesome good news we have some good news today I hope y'all are ready if you just by the way we have someone who sent in Every week we ask, if you have good news, we want to hear from you. Send your good news in, or if you just find good news on the internet, if you find a cute puppy video, whatever it is, send it to us. We want to hear from you, and we want to hear what you want to hear on good news. I hope that made sense. It did in my mind. First off today, though, we did have a lady send in a story. It's a lady from our church, actually who, for her work since all of this lockdown and everything, she and her company have been working very hard, and they've been doing an excellent job. And she just got an email saying that all of the employees were getting bonuses for all of their hard work during this lockdown. Completely a surprise. It's amazing. Praise God for his faithfulness. It's, it's so great. Next up... We have an 11-year-old boy who started his own lemonade stand, and he raised enough money to buy 22,000 diapers to give to single moms. That's, that's amazing. He's, you're never too young. The Word talks about, you know, don't let them look down on you because of your age. You're never too young to make a difference. He's 11 years old with a lemonade stand. I... When I ran my own lemonade stand, I barely got enough money to go to the arcade. So <laughs> he obviously had a trick that I did not. Next up, one of my personal favorite stories for this entire week is a man during all of this lockdown. I know some people are still in lockdown. Some cities have it harder than others, like more strict. So this man wasn't allowed to go out of his house. And so he decided that he still needed to walk his dog. 
So he tied his dog's leash to his drone and flew the drone with the dog's leash and just walked his dog with his drone outside. It's amazing. People are so creative. I, I feel like this is, the 20, this is the 21st century, and that should be, if we ever have like an ad, a trailer for the 21st century, that should be on it. Like this, is, this explains everything that's going on. And <laughs> this explains everything. Um, next up, so as siblings, you, siblings will, being the sibling myself, you have little agreements that you make as young children, and most of them are not upheld, but a lot of them are silly, like whenever, whichever one of us gets married first, the other one has to wear like a bathing suit to your wedding, or something like this, something crazy. So this sibling duo decided that they were going to bring llamas to each other's wedding, and this brother upheld his, his part. So to his sister's wedding, he brought a llama in a tuxedo. <laughs> Just recently, this llama was so fluffy that the tuxedo like made it look like five sizes small. It was great. It was great. I, I really just want a llama now. It looks so soft. <laughs> Lastly, we have two sons who weren't able to be with their dad for his birthday. So what they decided to do is buy a billboard, why not, rent it out, blow up their father's face, and put it on there. Like, not, hold on, there's probably a better way to word that, not blow up their father's face. Um, make their father's face a lot larger than it actually is. Put a picture on the billboard. And they told everyone to wish him a happy birthday. And they put his phone number up there. So he got a bunch of phone calls wishing him happy birthday since they couldn't be there with him. It's pretty awesome. Son of the year award. Good job, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed what's good for this week. And again, like I said at the beginning, we want to hear from you. So if you have any good news, if you find any good news, good videos on the internet, send them in. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time. On to our next segment. Welcome to Confessions. As you know, if you are longtime viewers, but if you're not, welcome. We'll catch you up to speed. Here at the broadcast, we have a series of confessions that we go through each and every single day that we have the broadcast based on the Word of God, because we want the Word of God to come not only in your ears, but out of your mouth as well. And today we are going to be kicking it off with confession number one and number two. Join your voice with mine, apply your faith, and let's see the word of God be done. Confession number one says, we walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. Now let's make it personal. Say, I walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. And then confession number two says, 
I know what it says, but I want you to see what it says. <laughs> it says, we are out of debt and carry a debt-canceling anointing, and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. And now we're going to say that one one more time, and we're going to make that personal because the Lord does not desire for you to be in debt. He has made you the head and not the tail, the lender and not the borrower. And he has given you supernatural help to ensure that debt is canceled in your life. So we're going to say this one one more time and declare it. I am out of debt and I carry a debt canceling anointing and I flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. Amen. That's who you are. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that your debt canceling anointing is going to work right now. Thank you, God, that the blessing of the Lord makes rich and that you add no sorrow to it. You are good. Your word is good. Your word is true. And we thank you, Lord, for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, it is time for Word Sneak, and I'm super excited because this is one of my favorite matchups. Buddy Crabtree versus the one and only Marky Eleanor, Dottie Dunphy. Stick around. It's going to be a good one. Everybody. Hi. Welcome to Word Sneak. This is the 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 segment where our 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 yep. Yep. word it ability is. Word. This is, <laughs> is word, going to be Word Sneak. Our word ability. Where we talk. Our ability to speak is tested. <laughs> uh, we're, this is already gearing up. Gonna be good. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to my words. <laughs> they snuck away. <laughs> they, they didn't sneak away. They <laughs> ran away very quickly. Uh, well, so here's how this goes. We On these cards, we yes. have a bunch of really random words that is like, how the heck are you supposed to put yep. this into a normal conversation? Yep. We're going to have to try to put it into a normal conversation. Yep. I haven't seen them. I have no idea what they are. Well, I might have accidentally saw my first word. Uh, I haven't seen mine. Sorry. But they're going to, I can tell by the first word that they're going to be super interesting. But um, we need a topic to start talking about. Um, Bear, what's our topic? Unicorns. Unicorns. No. What? Okay. Lucky charms and unicorns. Lucky, Lucky charms and unicorns. So right. like oh, every, no. Every. I see <laughs> many just words. Dropped, <laughs> you just dropped your cards. I just dropped the cards. Oh, this yeah. table class is interesting. All right. Okay. So. We need to talk about uh, unicorns and rainbows. That means right? every question has to be centered around that? What does that mean? No, no, no. That's just where we're, our starting our point. Our starting point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So I guess I'll start. You can put up on the screen what our words are going to be. Evangelist Stevens said words, words are, are hard. I'm going to be completely. I'm going to be completely honest. I said that so many times, you know, in youth ministry. Like I would be preaching. I forgot. I forgot what wrists were called, and I called them arm ankles because I didn't remember what they were called. So in the middle of preaching, I had to just make it up, and then I would just say words are hard, and it became a thing. But. Um, Wrist. Arm bows. Yeah, arm ankles. Ankle arm arms. I, I didn't remember what they were called. See, okay. Like, one time I was preaching about uh, David and Mephibosheth, you know? Uh-huh. And um, I was talking about... Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know that was a word. Mephibosheth? Yeah, it's a I person. thought you were just oh. continuing on yeah. with, like, forgetting See. wrists and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, he oh. has his, his messed up ankles. <clears throat> ankle arms. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, so it's interesting that you're talking about Mephibosheth because um, there's this part in the Bible where he's actually, or she, um, is she, a man. He, he was actually eating and he was eating with a ton of people and um, he, he ate ribeye steaks and stuff. Okay. And it was like a really cool part of the Bible that no one really notices, but it's definitely there. Yeah. Did you say a word? Mm-hmm, I oh, did. Nice, well done. You're in the back. What happened? Open. Oh, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. You did it wrong. We get the but. last word right there. <laughs> there you go. Words there you are go. hard. Well done, well done. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I like, I really enjoy making steaks. Um, steaks are, yeah, especially unicorn steaks. Is, she had, oh, she has to say her word. Oh no, okay. I, Say your word. Oh, <laughs> Say I, now. I flipped it. Pinata! <laughs> no. Okay, I said it! Well, <laughs> Did I win? Uni- unicorn pinatas. <laughs> unicorn Ra- pinata. Rainbow unicorn. Yeah, that happens a lot at actually, like the dollar store. Mm-hmm. I actually got Serena a rainbow unicorn pinata. This is the true story. Like, Whoa. for her birthday two years ago. And I told her there was candy in it because her birthday's on April 2nd. So I gave it to her April 1st. And I said, There's candy inside. And she was like beating it <laughs> to death. And she was like, Is there candy? And there was no candy inside. But <clears throat> I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's a video of it on Facebook. So with the cards, I'm, I'm looking this way. Yeah. Not picking up. Correct, correct. Okay. Um, but speaking of, speaking of ribeye, though, um, I, I thoroughly enjoy cooking steaks. One of the, like, I really enjoy making them in, um, in a cast iron skillet. But mm-hmm. one, of, one of the ways that you don't hear as much is you wrap it up in tinfoil, bury it, and build a Man, fire on top of it. Man, you've very smooth. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I did improv in school, in, in college. Um, yeah, so the, it's funny you're talking about like cooking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an uncle that loves to cook. He loves to cook ribeyes and New York strips and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, he's a really good cook, just like you're a really good cook. He's actually bald, but um, oh. it, it doesn't have anything to do with anything. That's just, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you know, one of the, you know, <laughs> have you ever noticed that a lot of contractors are bald? Um, oh. A lot of contractors are bald. Mm-hmm. It's because they wear those hard hats all the time that are oh. always rubbing against their yeah. hair. Um, like, they, you know, you, you see, you, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the videos where they're, like put a, put the hard hats on the shovel and they kick it and it lands on their head or whenever they oh. start taking a jackhammer mm-hmm. to each other's uh, helmets. Oh. The helmets are protective, but they they make you go oh. bald. You know who's not bald? Who has like really hairy and stuff is gorillas. Um, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, they're super not bald. Um, um, well, there, actually, there's an island full of gorillas um, in uh, Hawaii. Uh, there's, there's, a full, there's a whole island uh, of them. Well, it's because it, it has a neat backstory because whenever they were filming the Planet of the Apes, they had to make a whole island of gorillas. Um, but they had a lot of problem because the volcanoes were there and the lava would come down and scare all the gorillas away. So they couldn't really do very well with their filming. Really? Mm -hmm. um, I've heard that like when people are filming like that, they have like food out and stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. I wonder in Hawaii um, if it's like, I wonder if it's really cool to have like a lot of cottage cheese in Hawaii. Probably. Um, on their like sets and stuff. That's like, probably true. I just, when I think of Hawaii, I think of cottage cheese. Am I the only one? <laughs> yes, you're the only one. Okay. Nobody else does that. But um, here, one of the things though, I've heard it's super windy in Hawaii. Really? Yeah, like it's very windy. So they actually outlawed wind chimes <laughs> because they made so much noise and drew people crazy. Oh, yeah. you know who else makes a lot of noise? Especially like when they drive is um, like Fred Flintstone. He's really noisy. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His legs and feet are like really noisy. To be honest, I'm genuinely curious how the Flintstones would handle COVID right now. Um, just, yeah. just because like there's such a lack of sanitization, mm -hmm. you know, like with, with their, that's a word. It is. It's a word. I mean, they didn't have Lysol back then. So what, what the heck are they going to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you going to say your last word? Ribeye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ribeye. We already got it in there. We don't need to worry. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. I, I definitely did a lot better than my introduction. To I, didn't, I didn't even notice you looking at your words. I really? don't know. You, you were very good at that. Thank you. Thank you. This was Word Snake. Word Snake. Word Snake. Thank you for joining us. You probably heard Barrett singing it in the background. Um, but thank you for joining us for Word Sneak. Now we're moving on to what's the word with, with me, Marky, and Barrett. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be powerful. Uh, we got a powerful word for you today. So join us over there at the end of this short transitional video. The word. I really enjoyed that over there. That was. That. I'm pointing over <laughs> I there. I enjoyed that because the green screen is over there. So that's, if ever you see them looking we this way, it's because I'm looking at them. 
So if you just saw them staring, <laughs> it wasn't at nobody. I was here laughing at them. Did you enjoy how I turned the game upside down? <laughs> I, I did not mean, like, I was not planning on rushing in and being like, no, but I realized <laughs> that if it kept going, Abby would be in the computer just looking at it, going, uh, but the end. You did so good. Thanks. You're welcome. I enjoy that Fred Flintstone makes sounds when he drives. <laughs> yeah. He does, though. Like, uh, after a while, I feel like your feet would hurt a lot. So Seriously. I would probably make sounds. They'd probably be complaining sounds. But. I really want to play that game again. Now that I'm like, now I understand where to hold, how to hold the cards and stuff. How to hold the cards, because that's the most difficult part of the whole game, hey, is holding the cards. Hey, at the beginning, I'm not, you know, it's OK. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen with me. Marky has a sense me. of justice I, that likes to come out every now and then. Yeah, and then randomness, and it's it's always interesting. Mm -hmm. I liked your cottage cheese one the best, Thanks. quite frankly. I started favorite. laughing. So he's talking about Hawaii and like whatever, volcanoes, and I pick it up and it says cottage cheese. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? How do I add that? <laughs> so it made me laugh. Amen. <clears throat> well, we are excited to be on here with you today. It's going to be an awesome time as Buddy is imitating me. Um, that's unnerving. I was not prepared for it. And anyway. What, the transition? No, your. Oh, my. Yeah, the copy with your, word, with your arm ankles. Um, <laughs> Jade said that she was getting looks while she was laughing out loud at us. Uh, she means y'all. Um, <laughs> That's Good. Cute. That means we're doing our job well. It's true. If people aren't looking at you weird, <laughs> we're not doing a good job. I don't know what that says about us, like, <laughs> or this program. Like, if people don't look at you weird, we're not doing a good job. Um, because they're laughing. Yeah. In a, in yeah. a network. All right, okay. Sure. That's, that's what that meant. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we found out that it was just the three of us right before the broadcast started, and... I love those times because the word tells us to be ready in season and out of season. Yeah. And here in the ministry, we are big proponents of, of seeing if that's accurate or not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, we're just really excited to be with you. And it's going to be a good day. What's on your heart today, Buddy Crabtree? I was hoping you were going to do that to Marky. <laughs> you I've don't, done it to Marky before. You don't want to do that to me. <laughs> Marky just kind of stares and... Because then, like, cottage cheese jokes <laughs> come out. Uh, ankle arms. Ankle arms. Um, well, you know, the thing that's really, that Pastor's been talking about recently, um, just on Sundays, he's been talking about how the word works. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that, that's really been striking me a lot is just the concept of presumption. Mm -hmm. And how, you know, like, I mean, you, you see uh, there's a point in, you know, we were doing for the longest time the um, the uh, the man who would be king, and one of my favorite stories is uh, is when David, when the Philistines come up against David, and um, I I don't remember what chapter it is, but the Philistines come up against David, and uh, as they as they came up against him, he consulted the Lord, yeah. God, what do we do? And then um, and then when and then, God, well, he came to God and said, God, do we come up against them? And God said, yes. And so he, he was like, all right. And then they went out against him. They def he defeated the Philistines. But then two verses later, the Philistines camped in the same exact spot, mm -hmm. the same exact spot to come up against David. 
and David didn't just say, well, you know, we were victorious last time. Let's just jump in and take yeah. him out again. No, the Bible says, and then he consulted the Lord again, and God said, no, don't go up against them. Actually, I want you to go around. I want you to hide. You know, he, he gave them uh, him a specific instruction, yeah. and because David David consulted the Lord the second time, it's the second time that really gets me. Yeah. You know, uh, because that because he he didn't just take get, jump into presumption and just say, well, you know, since I'm victorious, since I'm co- a conqueror, you know, I'm just going to jump in. Right. No, he he took the time to ask God for wisdom. God gave him wisdom, and because he did that. Uh, they were victorious both times. Yeah. And, and one of the things, you know, especially because, I mean, if you've been following the broadcast for any amount of time, we, be, we we're faith people. Yeah. You know, we talk about faith. We talk a, yeah. like about divine healing. We talk about prosperity. We talk about all these things because they're all biblical. Yeah. You know, but but one of the things that I've discovered is that a lot of people like the idea of faith. They like the idea of prosperity. They like the idea of divine healing. But they don't. They're not actually um, willing to seek the Lord, or to. They're not willing to actually do what's required yeah. of them to receive these things. And that's why. And that's why you have a lot of people who who look at faith people as just as crazy weirdos, you know, because they know, they can list you a long line of people who who gave all their money to the poor, but they gain nothing. Even though the Bible says in First Corinthians thirteen three, I can give all my money to the poor, but if I have not love, I gain nothing. You know, mm-hmm. so like. Um, what, what, what is that? You know, I mean, I'm not saying every case is the same, but there's a lot of people who jump out in presumption. They, they don't know what they're doing or they just like the idea of divine healing. They like the idea of prosperity and they just dive straight into it without, without understanding what the word says, without consulting their pastor or, you know, different things. They jump into it. And then when they don't see the fruit, then you have a whole world of people saying, oh, that's not how God works. God works in mysterious ways. It's not always God's will to heal. You know, you can't say that God wants you rich. Even though the Bible very clearly says it. You know, a lot of people are operating in presumption because they like the idea of it, but they don't actually have the intimacy with the Father that's required. Sorry, that was a lot of just... I just just shared like five different messages all in that opening. It was a nice summary. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, for me, I always thought, like, uh, when, when you've stepped out, when someone has stepped out in faith, mm-hmm. and they've been like, I want this, I want this car, I'm claiming this car, mm-hmm. and has had an understanding of prosperity, had an understanding of claiming things, mm-hmm. and when they would say, I want this car, I'm claiming it as mine, and if it didn't happen, I would always just think, I guess I didn't, like, their faith wasn't there, I did not understand the presumption and all that until probably about a year ago. I think I think I was you were the first person that ever Vera's always cracks me. I'll I'll be like talking like sometimes she'll say like something like very straightforward and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> so like I was having a conversation with her about something and she was like, Well, was there a word from the Lord? And I was like, I mean no. <laughs> so, so that was the answer right there. And then and then that, that started to totally change the way I thought. And like, because yeah. um, there's that one ditch of like people who feel like they need a specific word just to have healing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't know if it's God's will for healing for me. There's that ditch. And then there's the other ditch of like not seeking the Lord's voice mm-hmm. on on anything and just yeah. being like, everything is mine, yeah. everything, I'm going to claim everything, yeah. and not actually having the Lord come in and be like, God, what do, what do you want? I mean, God knows what we want better than us. Yeah. He knows 
like Pastor says, he knows what car we want. Like he knows yeah. if we would rather this car or that one down the road. And so it's not just a matter of God being like, no, I don't want to bless you here. I don't want to bless you here, but I'll bless you here. It's God saying, I like, I like have a relationship with me and let me show you yeah. what you, sh you would like the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, the verse that comes up to me with presumption and it's one that's super familiar is Proverbs three, five through six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Yeah. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And, you know, so often we talked about it last week on the broadcast, like there's the three parts of man and understanding that man is three parts. Like you, you have a flesh, you have a soul, but you are a spirit. Yeah. It helps to really put perspective on which part is talking, you know, and a lot of times it's our soul, our mind, <laughs> our will, and our emotions that's what's talking to us. And, yeah. you know, in the example that Marky's giving of when we started talking about this, what we were talking about seemed like a really good idea. It wasn't anything bad. It wasn't unbiblical. It was something that lots of other people had and had been doing. And, you know, it wasn't Marky. It was somebody she knew. And the person in her life, like, had seen other people believe for this mm -hmm. before. It was a great thing to want, mm -hmm. but there wasn't a word for it. Yeah. And, you know, I could, let's say you get a new car. I want a new car. Like, <laughs> I want a new car. But if the Lord hasn't told me to be believing for a car, yeah. then me hopping into prayer and being like, I'm going to press in and I'm going to, I'm going to get a new car. Just like buddy got a new car. God's not a respecter <clears throat> of person. So if he'll bless buddy, he'll bless me. And, and that's true. Mm -hmm. All of that is true, yeah. but it's an emotionally driven, logical conclusion that I came to based on what my soul wants and what my flesh wants. Yeah. But if it's not, if it's not birthed by God, then there's no power to obtain it other than my own power. Yeah. And yeah. if it's my power, then it's ultimately <clears throat> going to fall and fail because what's birthed by man will at some point fall. It has nothing. It's, it has no foundation to stand on. Yeah. So it could be okay, but it's not going to be the best I could have. Yeah. And but on the flip side, when I learned the voice of God, you were saying intimacy, when I learned his voice and I learned what he sounds like. And when he says, move here, now move here, I'm not only going to be in the best place, I'm going to get there as quickly as possible because this verse says he'll make my path straight, you know, which which means like there's a path that I can walk on that zigzagged that has some twists and some turns in it. Yeah. And I may still arrive at the destination, mm -hmm. but ultimately I could have gotten there quicker if I would acknowledge him in all of my ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the thing, the scripture that, that honestly, that's my favorite verse. Like mm -hmm. Proverbs three is like probably my favorite chapter. Yeah. And just in general, like the importance of not like, it's important for us to to walk by understanding. Like I like I don't I brush my teeth just, like not at the word of the Lord, you know, but I brush the, my teeth because I know that that's the right thing to do. I look both ways before I cross the street because I know that's the right thing to do. However, my I'm not supposed to be leaning on that all the sure. time. If God gives me an instruction that defies my own understanding, I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. You know, I can't otherwise. I'm just leaning on myself and I'm just going to fall. You can't lean on yourself sure. and get tired. You know, you'll just hit the floor and you'll look stupid. But um. 
but we lean not on our understanding. We lean on him. And the, script, the, 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 the thing that sticks, sticks out to me is when uh, Peter walked on water. Like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, there's been times when I, when I tried to, like, muster up faith and walk on water. <laughs> Have you ever tried to do that? Mm-hmm. Have you tried that? As a Christian kid, I did. Oh, of course. Like, put a hand up in the comments if you've ever, like, been at a (laughs) public pool, closed your eyes and said, I have faith, and then just plopped right into the water. (laughs) And been like, dang it. (laughs) It's not working. I remember in a lake, I gave myself a running start. I'm like, maybe if I'm fast (laughs) enough, and it didn't work. (laughs) Like, I just splashed a whole lot. Okay, you guys need to look up liquid. That would be you. You would take a running start into the water, and I'd be like... They're, like, it'll work if I'm fast. Well, there's an actual sport called liquid mountaineering where they try to run as far as they can on water. Um, they have, like, hy- hyper-hydrophobic you... shoes. And then they I have a special... A the what shoes? Hydrophobic. Sure. What is that? It means the, water, the, the shoes water. are afraid of water? That's Pretty exactly much. where I was. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, I have a hydrophobic spray on my shoes that keep them cleaner what? for a long time. I'm sorry, that was probably loud. What is this I'm technology? <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, there's, Lord, there's, but there's a sport. to look it up after the broadcast. Yeah, I'll show you guys. Um, anyway, but. I like that he's still Peter, like Peter, when, when Jesus was walking on the water, first you gotta recognize that when Jesus was walking on the water, he only did what he heard his fa- the yeah. father tell him to do. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was an instruction from the father. I want you to walk on the water. Yeah. So he was not operating <clears throat> just, I, I'm God, I can walk on water. No, the yeah. Lord told him to do that. So he's walking on water. Peter sees him. They, first, they all think he's a ghost. Right. Um, but um, he's walking on the water. And then Peter says, Lord, if it's you, call me out, call yeah. me out on the water. And Jesus mm. said, come. That, see, yeah. that, that's what distinguished me as a little kid, saying, I have faith, and then plopping into the water, yeah. and Peter having faith and stepping out. Because yeah. uh, uh, I think it was Pastor who said he wasn't walking on water, he was walking on the Word. Yeah. He was walking yeah. on the Word of God, and that's what gave him the ability to walk on that water. And, that, and since I never had the Word, yeah. you know, to walk, now if there was some crazy situation <clears throat> where my boat's sinking, and God's like, all right, well, you're not going to drown, walk just walk to land, you know, yeah. okay, now I have the word, sure. I'm not operating in presumption, and I can, I can, and I'll walk on the sure. word of God, yeah. and so it's important for us to, because the Bible says faith, with it, which is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, faith comes by hearing, and hearing the, the rhema word, yeah. so it's not just seeing a written word, yep. and then being like, all right, I, I know that that's true in my head, because that, yeah. see, that, that was my problem, and I feel like that's a lot of people's problem, is I, I, I read it in the Bible where I heard a preacher say it, so now I know in my brain that this, that, that this is what the Bible says. Yeah. You know, so since I know in my brain, I'm just going to jump out <clears> into <throat> something um, instead of having the, the rhema, which is the revelation of God. The alive so word. The, the yeah. alive word, it comes, it comes in, flushes it from your brain into yeah. your spirit. And you're like, I know, not just I know, but I, I know in the core of my being. That, see, that's what faith looks yeah. like. And that's the difference of, you know, where I was in when I first moved here and where I am now, especially financially, where um, there was moments when, like, I, we, are, we had, like, two bills coming up that week, totaling, like, $600, and we had nothing in the bank account. And, and in my nowhere, I'm freaking out. Yeah. Which means it's up here, but it wasn't down here. Yeah. I had the logos in my brain, but I didn't have the rhema in my spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm freaking out, how, trying to figure it out on my own. How am I going to do this? How is this going to work out? 
And then God's mercy came and he provided a way, but it was his mercy. It wasn't, it wasn't anything I did, yeah. you know, but then it came to a point where I, the rhema entered into my spirit. And then we were in that same exact position a month later, Yeah. but I wasn't figuring out how is this going to work? You know, complete and total peace in my spirit. Cause I, yeah. I the rhema was in my spirit and I knew because, like, I was asking God, God, what do you want us to do financially? What moves do you want us to make? And he gave us the words, God, do you want me to pick up an extra job? He said no, so I had a word. You yeah. know? And I knew as long as I'm doing what he's calling me to do, the provision's going to be there. Yeah. You know, because uh, a laborer is worthy of his hire. So if God is specifically choose, calling me to do this specific labor, you know, like, he's going to provide it. And Serena and I have done the math, you know, even though technically we're volunteering, God's been paying us about, like, $250 a week, supernaturally, yeah. outside of Serena's paycheck, supernaturally. Yeah. Like, he's been providing every single week all that we need, which yeah. has been so fun. It's, like, cool because we're at, we're at a point. We're being led by God. We're operating and literally we're walking on the Word. You know, we're not walking on our understanding. We're not leaning on our understanding. We're walking on the Word the the rhema word so it's not just you know this is what the bible says but i'm all because because just because here's the the difference between presumption like pres, presumption i can know what the bible says but if i'm not walking out on the on what god is calling me to do in this moment i can just run off because that's what david had to do david had to consult the lord lord do I go against them? You know, yeah. and God gave him the instruction. God gave him that revelation, that relevatory word, yeah. led him into victory. And yeah. the Bible says in Second Corinthians two fourteen, is that it? Um, Thanks yes. be to God who always leads us into triumph in Christ Jesus. Where God's always leading us into triumph, but we need to not be leaning on our understanding. We need yeah. to, in all our ways, acknowledge Him, and He'll direct our paths. But that's walking on the Word. That's walking yeah. in Him. And, and that's what can keep us out of presumption is uh, I, Bishop Oyedipo says it, sa says it like this all the time. I'm not going to do any, any more or any less than what God has called me to do. Uh, what God tells me to do, I'm going to do it, nothing more, nothing less. And that's where victory comes. Yeah. I'm not going to add to my plate things that God never told me to do. And I'm not going to take things off my plate that God told me to do. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do exactly what God told me to do. And, and I guarantee you, I'd say... Like 85% of burnout, um, not just in ministry, but just in people's lives, is comes when people take on things that they were never called, to, that God never told them to take on, and, or, or they're doing things that God never told them to do. Well, and I think the difference maker for that is knowing, knowing that it's God's strength, because you yeah. can hear a word from God, like, you know, you could take that word of, you're not to take another job, like this is your job, your, your time, what you're sowing, that's yeah. your job. You could take that, but then you could still start relying on yourself. And so God yeah. gave you that word and you, you still logic it in your brain and okay. And stopped walking by faith. You know, the word tells us to commit our works that our thoughts might be established. Yeah. And so you can, you can, it's highly possible that you're never necessarily going to understand the Lord and have not understand the Lord, but understand why the Lord's telling you to do that. But if you commit your works to it, your thoughts will be changed on it. Like you may not be thinking this makes sense, 
Like this is logical to do. Your thoughts could be, this is crazy. I, no way, but I'm going to obey the Lord. You, but if you commit your works, your thoughts will change. Like if you hear the voice of the Lord saying, take this job that is thousands of dollars less, like George has done that, where he was offered a lot of very high paying jobs. And the job George, the Lord told George to take is one that pays significantly less than what those other jobs would have. But that's what the Lord told him to do. We've never lacked though. It's, it's very similar. It's different, but you know, it's similar in that the Lord has provided every step of the way above and beyond, even though in worldly logic, it made no sense to take a job that was a fraction of the amount of money that he'd be making in other places. But the Lord's instructions are always best. Always. They're always best. And you know, as you're talking about presumption, the verse the story that came up to me and I've heard pastor preach on this is in Acts chapter three, where Peter and John, the, you know, Acts chapter three, verse one, where Peter and John are walking, you know, they're going to the temple and they pass, uh, the, the lame beggar at mm-hmm. the gate of beautiful. <clears throat> and it says there that he had, who was used, um, whom they used to set down every day at the temple yeah. every day. That means that there's, a very good chance that Jesus walked by this lame beggar, which means Jesus, like Jesus could have in presumption thought, I'm the son of God. I have power. God, I know my father wants everyone healed. I'm going to heal this man. But Jesus only did what he saw the father do. He only said what he heard the father say. Mm -hmm. And so that means that if Jesus had, had gone to heal this man, Mm -hmm. would he have been healed? Yeah. You know, if he had, if the faith was there for it, for sure. But we don't have a record of him trying to heal this man. It's not like Peter and John passed the man at the gate for the second time. And here was the second opportunity. Like from all accounts, it seems that this is the very first time that he was approached in that way, which means that if Jesus had approached this man and the Lord never said to heal him, he would have been healing him in his own power. He would have been in rebellion against the will of God. Even though God's will is for people to be healed, if God didn't tell him, go heal that man, then he would have been doing it on presumption and in his own strength instead of in the Lord's strength. And it would have been very different. But Peter and John had the word of God. He, you know, they were led by the spirit. And this was this man's moment for healing to come. Mm. Presumptions all through the word. Like you can see it if you look for it. You can see when it's there. You can see when it's the Lord. Like you can... Jesus only did what he saw the father do. He only said what he heard the father say. Mm -hmm. He only said, imagine, Lord, I want that. Like, I want that Mm -hmm. so much to be known as someone who only says what they hear the father say. That presumption is speaking without a word from the Lord. Mm -hmm. If we're speaking and it's not the Lord speaking through us, then it's an idle presumptuous word. And we'll have to answer for that someday. Mm But when we speak with the word of the Lord, like right now, I have no idea what my next words coming out of my mouth are because I didn't know we were talking about this right now. But I trust the Lord to speak through me. But when I get in my in, if I were to step over into pride and think I am the chosen one of God, God tells me I'm chosen by him, which means he speaks through me. So every word I speak is great. That's pride. And that's presumptuous. That's assuming, well, I just have authority to speak whatever I want to speak. And that's pride. That's a bunch of malarkey. Like that's not good. 
But when we yield ourselves in humility, knowing God is a good God, Mm -hmm. he wants good things for me. He wants good things for people. His plans are good. Mm -hmm. He is leading me in one perpetual victory parade after another. Then I know that I can, I can rest. I can trust in him and it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What'd you say? Amen. Amen. I don't know if there's anybody else that's ever been like me, but if there is, um, something that has kept me from walking in that way is pride in the other way, is pride in the way yeah. of looking only at myself in, in like deficiencies and mm-hmm. feeling like, like let's say I'm, I, I was believing the Lord for something. I would just go straight to the end of believing the Lord for something and not even like fully seek the Lord's voice because it, it, I mean, how are you going to believe the Lord for something if you can't even believe to hear the Lord's voice about that? Mm -hmm. But I would literally like, like just cut out that portion of, because feeling like having, having a lot of fear of the Lord talks to me, I'm not going to hear it. I'm not going to listen or I'm going to, you know, he's probably like, and having all that kind of fear in there. And that really cut off being led by the Lord for me. I was cutting myself off by Mm -hmm. being in so much fear that I was going to miss it. And that's where I had to really rest. And the pastors would tell me like, God can get loud. Like you don't, but, but really what it was, it was pride of, okay, I'm looking at me. I'm the source. If I'm not here, then God can't do it because I'm not an, I'm, I'm looking it's like it's it's looking at myself as um as more of a problem than God's grace, mm-hmm. God's mercy, God's mm-hmm. love for me to speak to me, guide me and show me what he has for me and lead me in that way. Yeah. And that was awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if there's anything else like that, but you don't have to live that way. Yeah. You know, John 15, verse 16, one of my favorite verses in the word said, and this is Jesus talking. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Mm -hmm. You did not choose me, but I chose you. He chose you to hear from him. He chose you to abide with him. And it says, I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain so that whatever you ask of the father in my name, he may give to you. Jesus chose you. He chose you, period. Like just camp right there for a little bit. Like he chose you. Oh my gosh, you're a chosen person by the Lord. And then he chose you so that that you would bear fruit. He appointed you to bear fruit Mm -hmm. so that it would be lasting fruit. If it was fruit that was temporal, that would be things that you created. Because everything we do in this natural realm is temporary. Everything natural is temporary. But the spiritual things, spiritual things birthed by God are eternal. And so when it says that our fruit would remain, this means that it's, we've heard instructions from him. We're obedient to his voice and he's led us to do things so that they're eternal. 
you know, that's God. You're able to hear the voice of the Lord. Yes. You right now, whether you have ever heard the Lord's voice and you don't even understand what that means, you were created yeah. to have relationship with him. Mm -hmm. You were created to hear from him. You were created to fellowship with him. You were created to bear the glory of God. Mm -hmm. You were created and yeah. appointed to bear fruit. That's who you are. You don't need to presume a thing because there is a God in heaven who desires to talk to you yeah. and give you instructions, yeah. to give you his wisdom, to give you his glory, to mm -hmm. give you his strength. He's desiring that for you right now, whether you've ever done it before, right now, that's his desire for you is that you would be strong and courageous, that you would be bold as a lion, that you would be his voice box here in the earth, that you would bear fruit and fruit that remains because he chose you. That's who you are. That's your identity. Yeah. Well, one of the things that just came to me is the two of the most dangerous things that lead us into presumption is uh, the first one is just not having faith that God will speak yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, like, you were kind of sharing that a little bit, you know, yeah. just not, like, I, I can't tell you how many, like, it wasn't until recently that I actually discovered that I didn't even believe that God would speak to me. You know, like, yeah. um, like I can ask God a question, but if I'm not just sitting there knowing my God's going to give me an answer. You know, yeah. He's going to speak to me. He's going to give me wisdom. He's going to get like, you know, like Paul prayed in, in Ephesians to the Ephesian church. You know, uh, I pray that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. You know, that's what he was praying to the Ephesians. You know, he, he was praying that out of faith that God yeah. will get, enlighten their eyes. I mean, the Bible says that the whole, the spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in me. And yeah. the Bible says the spirit of truth will lead you in all truth. The Bible says you'll hear a voice behind you in Isaiah saying, this is the way, walk in it. Yeah. Uh, in James, it says, James 1, 5, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally yeah. and without reproach. Another yeah. translation says without rebuking and it will be given to him. So like God there's nobody that wants you in God's will more than God. Amen. <laughs> because, put that in the comments. Yeah, put that in the comments. Nobody wants you to be in God's will more than God. Yeah. And so when we come to him, we have to come to him in faith. I mean, he says that. Uh, uh, he says that in the very next verse, actually. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord, because he is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. It's yeah. important that when we come to God, we're coming to him in faith. Because yeah. I've had to intentionally, when I'm coming to God asking for wisdom and direction, I have to intentionally like be like, to, to purpose my heart. My God is with me. He's for me. He wants me to know his yeah. will more than I want to know his will. So he will give me an answer today. He will give me wisdom today. And so I purpose in my heart before I even ask him for wisdom. I, I just say, Father, thank you. And I, all those verses that I just quoted, I, I quote them. God, I thank you. God, God, open the eyes of my understanding. Let them be enlightened. Yeah. God, uh, let me hear that voice saying, this is the way. God, make your way plain for me to follow. Yeah. These are all scriptures. I have a whole list of them in, my, in, in our, our uh, guest bedroom where I, where I would go to pray. And I just read through them. And I say, Father, thank you that you will uh, yeah. give me an answer. Because the Bible says also, ask and you will receive. Seek mm -hmm. and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Um, for everyone who asks, rece receives. Yeah. Everyone who seeks, finds. Everyone who knocks, the door will be open for them. So, so I take that and I apply my faith to it. Father, thank you that you will give me an answer. And I ask him, you know, God, what should I do? God, should I do this or should I do this? Yeah. You know, that's probably what David was doing. You know, yeah. uh, 
The Philistines have come up against me. Lord, do we go up against them? And the Lord gave him instruction, and yeah. he would go and follow that instruction. So we need to, one of the dangers in presumption is we is if we come and ask God for wisdom, but we don't actually believe that we're going to receive an answer, we're not going to receive an answer, and then we're going to be like, okay, well, I yeah. guess I better just do what I think is best. Or we can let our soul get in the way, and we can think up of our think up an answer and be like, oh, yeah. it, well, I'll do that. And then we'll say, oh, yeah. well, since, it, since my brain came up with it while I was praying, yeah. that must be the will of God. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and uh, the, the other danger in, in light of presumption is coming into prayer with our own bias. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's something that that's Pastor talks about all the time is where we come in and we ask God, but we already know what we're going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like God, um, what should I do with this? But I, re- but y- you know, deep down in your heart, I want to do this instead. You know, yeah. I'd prefer it to be this way. So we're already like positioning ourselves in that yeah. direction rather than coming humbly. You know, the Bible says, "Come boldly before the throne." Yeah. But approaching Him in humility, saying, "God, like that." Even Jesus did that. Yeah. You know, yeah. when whenever He was at the garden, He said, like He wasn't coming in bias. He did have a preference, but he said, yeah. yet, Lord, and this is where the humility came, not my will, but your will be done. Yeah. See, Jesus was, See, that's the proof that Jesus wasn't coming yeah. in and biased. He had a preference, but he wasn't biased towards one way. What he wanted more than anything was yeah. God's will to be done. And, and when we come to the Lord, we need to come to him in bi- yeah. with unbiased, not in bias, unbiased. And say, God, I know, I know, and recognizing the bias helps too. Lord, I know this is what I prefer. Remove that bias and open me up to actually hear what you want me to do. Because yeah. not my will, but your will be done. Because bias can, can pull us into directions yeah. that God never intended us to go. Yeah. I would say, you know, also tacking onto that list, understanding the word of the Lord. Yeah. You know, as you're That's talking, true. I'm thinking about how look, we have an entire time of confessions. So mm-hmm. like, I'm all for confessions. But there I know in a lot of faith circles, you know, there's lots of confessions without full context. You know, yeah. I'm thinking of Deuteronomy 28, yeah. where it's, you know, blessed shall you be in the city, blessed mm-hmm. in the field. And yeah. you can declare, I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed yeah. going in. I'm blessed going out. Yeah. Everything I touch is blessed. And, mm-hmm. and that is true, but there are conditions in the Bible. The the Bible is a covenant. And there's lots of promises in the word that have instructions that go along with them. We can go back to this camera. Um, You know, it says at the very beginning of that, all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if if you obey the Lord your God. Mm -hmm. If. There's so many things through the word. I have a note in my phone where when I read through it and I see a condition, like I put it in. So it's Mm -hmm. things God will do and things I must do. Mm -hmm. Like, so that way I see, I can have this, but I must do this. You know, it's, you will find the Lord if you seek him with your whole heart. You know, you can find the Lord. You can know his voice if you seek him with your whole heart and yeah. you're truly pursuing him. So going through the word, like absolutely confess the word of God. Absolutely yeah. believe that the word is mm-hmm. true. hundred percent speak those things over yourself, but then do what the word says. Yeah. Don't just presume that because you have your ticket to heaven, mm-hmm. that you're automatically qualified for every single promise in That's this good. word. You must qualify yourself through your actions mm-hmm. and line up with what the word of God says in order to put you in the place of blessing. A lot of this is on us and the church doesn't, 
hasn't always loved to hear that, mm -hmm. but it's true. If we will line ourselves up with the word of God and we do the things that the Lord's told us to do, then we qualify to receive them. But yeah. we've got to know the verse. We've mm -hmm. got to know the context. We've got to know where it comes mm -hmm. from, which requires studying. Yeah. Yeah. And Deuteronomy 30, that's when right after that, that's when God said, now I've laid before you life and death, yep. blessing and cursing. Now choose life. Yep. How do you choose life? The if. Yeah. Doing the, the if part. Yeah. God's literally saying, if you do your part, yep. I, my, like, my, my part's going to come on you so hard, yeah. you you're just going to be overwhelmed by yeah. it. Yeah. But um, I, I think it's Finnish Dake, you know, in regards to Deuteronomy 28. He talks about how there's pretty much no unconditional promises yeah. in Scripture. Every promise in Scripture, there, there, there's either an if or some kind of a condition. If you confess with your mouth. That Jesus yeah. is Lord. Like even salvation. Yeah. yeah. You know? And even that one. So that, it, it, like you're talking about the importance of studying the Word, the importance of um, understanding mm -hmm. the Word. And it's easy, a verse like that, it's easy to hear that so mm -hmm. many times and think that you know it yeah. without going back to it. Yeah. And I was recently, I was needing to, I was needing to like, basically like like it, it was small things but I was needing the Lord to just help me with yeah like receiving forgiveness on small things there were a couple of small things that had really tripped me up mm. and I'm like I don't know why it's not working I don't know why I'm in condemnation over these things I don't know why and um I was talking to pastors about it of course I talked to them I talked to them a lot we all talk a lot amen amen <laughs> I was talking to them about it and I realized, like, okay, I know that verse. I know confess with your mouth and you will be saved or mm -hmm. confess and, and all that. And so I'm going through that and I'm like, I don't understand. And I didn't fully understand. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't applying faith to yeah. the part where it says, and believe in your heart. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm looking at all of this verse, but not looking at where my job is with faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So going through the motions confessing with my mouth, mm -hmm. not not doing it by faith though. And I'm yeah. undercutting the entire verse and being like, I don't understand. And it's because mm -hmm. there wasn't a, there wasn't faith in it. Yeah. I wasn't believing in my heart. Mm -hmm. So it's like stuff like that. It's like, if you don't act like actually study it and see how much for me, yeah. I've needed to see how much my job is faith Yeah. Mm -hmm. for me. Like, cause it's easy. It's been easy for me to look at a verse like that and be like, okay, I'm confessing with my mouth yeah. and, mm -hmm. and not, not do the believing part. Yeah. yeah. And faith without action is dead. Mm -hmm. It's dude. Dude. It's not faith. Yeah. It's not faith. It's like foth. It, <laughs> it looks like faith, but it's not. You're okay. welcome for that. That was exciting. Okay. Um, it's like a counterfeit, you know? Like yeah, you it's can, counterfeit. You yeah. can perform it. You can have the outward appearance of it, mm. but it's not valid. And the enemy does that all the time. Like he'll present you with something that looks could look very similar to what you're wanting, could look very similar, but it's presumption. It's not real faith. It's, yeah. it's I, when I said Foth, I'm thinking of like the off-brand version of like uh, Fruit Loops, Fruitios, or yeah. like Oreos, yeah. Orinos, mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Well, it, it's, and that's, see, uh, when James says, I'm just moving on. Um, <laughs> Like, like that pastor we just said, like James says, there, there's people that are just kind of tossed by the way, yeah. you know, yep. that, like, oh, I'm, this looks like fun. I'm going to jump into this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to jump into this diet or I'm going to jump into this, yeah. 
to this business thing, or I'm going to jump into to this life group, or I'm going to jump into this. Like all, like none of these things are wicked and evil in and yeah. of themselves. But the you got to ask yourself the question: yeah. How much of what I'm doing is actually something that God told me to For do? Sure. Because yeah. burnout will come if if essentially all that you're doing is not led yeah. by the Lord, but just led by that looks like fun, that looks convenient, that looks like it would that be. That looks easy. Yeah, that looks easy. That looks like something that would satisfy me. Yeah. Again. Only God knows what's going to give us full satisfaction and give us a sense of yeah. purpose, not us. So I'm not going to just jump into the next big thing or the next, you know, whatever seems right. Yeah. Even if people around me are trying to pressure me to buy this new, this new uh, face cream, you know, like, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but like, you know how like you have people that, that jump in, you know, like, you haven't talked to them in like 40 years. I, I'm not even 40 years old. But like, they jump in like, hey, you want to buy this? <laughs> Hi, I've started this new business. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to become part of my pyramid scheme? Right? <laughs> no. But see, but, but the, the, the thing is though, you know, how much of what I do, I just saw uh, Will in the, behind the camera. Um, how much of, of the things that you've yeah. dedicated yourself to are things that God told you to become a part of? Yeah. And if the answer is none, you put them all on the altar. Yeah. And so, I'm not saying just remove all of them. Put them all on the altar and say, okay, Father, what do you want me to do? Yeah. This is literally when Jesus says, whoever wants to save their life must lose it. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. He's not saying life with me is horrible. He's saying, you got to lay some stuff on the altar and let me remove some things that were never supposed to be there in the first place. Yeah. And then I'm going to start placing things on your table. Your cup's yeah. going to start overflowing. There's going to be a feast of, of prosperity, of hope, of purpose that I'm going to lay before you, but yeah. you're not going to be able to experience that if you're doing everything on your own and walking in presumption. Yeah. You have to, we need to be led by the Lord. We need yeah. to have God be, we need to be willing to lay down our life before his yeah. face and say, okay, God, unbiasedly, God, what do you want to remove? Yeah. I'm willing to, to remove it. God, what do you want? And then as he begins to remove things, he'll begin to put things in your life that you didn't even realize would bring yeah. you so much purpose and so yeah. much joy. You know, um, you were talking the other day that you like had a list of what the perfect man would look like, and George wasn't necessarily that. He wouldn't have been uh, if I'd gone by the list. If you've like, I had a list too, and Serena wasn't that either. But Serena's like the perfect wife, and George is the perfect husband. Um, but you know, whatever. Anyway, you know, but I just I, felt like yeah, I needed yeah, to yeah. say it since yeah, you yeah. talked about yours. I was yeah. like, I, I need to validate George's. No, point. yeah, George, George, you're perfect. It's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone agrees. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> Uh, you know, that, but the reality is, you know, like in our brains, we think we know what's best for yeah. us, mm -hmm. but we don't. Yeah. yeah. Again, no one wants you in God's will more than God. Yeah. No one yeah. wants to bless you more than God. No one wants your life to be prosperous more than God. Uh, third John verse two, I, I will brethren that you prosper and be in good health, even yeah. as your soul prospers. That's God's will for us. But the only way that we can do that is if when we actually humble ourselves to the point where we lay everything down and say, yeah. God, do what you want and I'll, and I'll follow you. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to ask the Lord to baptize mm -hmm. you with fire, to yeah. get to a church that carries the fire of God mm -hmm. and will 
will lead you to that place where you're desiring the fire of God as well, because the fire of God is a refining fire. And when that refining fire comes, anything that's not birthed by him will burn up in the fire. And, and while that sound, you know, that may sound like very erythral and well, I don't know how that means. What happens is when you're baptized with the fire of God, when you have someone lay their hands on you and there's an impartation, when you ask Jesus, baptize me with fire and you believe that you receive it, all of a sudden the Lord starts to filter stuff in your life and stuff that was not birthed by him. All of a sudden you have this distaste for it truthfully. And I pray that almost every day, Lord, give me a distaste for sin. Give me a distaste for the things that would keep me from you. Give me that Lord, baptize me with fire. I need your fire fresh today because the fire is refining and its design is to refine you into the vessel of Christ that you're called to become. And so those things that have tried to attach themselves to you, the the pride of I'm so great or I'm so crappy or, or whatever those, you know, those have been ditches that she, that Marky and I have needed to grow through when the fire of God comes, all of a sudden it puts things in perspective and those things that seem to plague you, the fire will burn them off. The fire will cause those things to die and it'll leave you a vessel that's ready to be used for honorable service. It'll create within you this holiness that you didn't even know you could walk in. You need to ask the Lord for fresh fire daily. So that way you can look like Jesus. That's the whole purpose. If you, if you, you know, if you throw, I'm trying to think coal, is it coal that turns into diamonds? What turns into diamonds? Coal, when you, when you are pressing that coal and you're firing that coal up, you know, there are things that are required in order for it to be turned into that. We may look like coal at the beginning, but through the process of refinement by the Lord, we then turn into the gemstones. We then turn into the diamonds that we're called to become. And that's who you are. You're so much more than the coal that you've thought that you are. You're so much more than, than that you know, discarded piece of trash on the side of the road that presumption would have you believe that you are. Mm -hmm. You're so much more. You're called to be more. It's greater than what you've thought it could be. Mm -hmm. What you've thought the best version of your life is, God's will for you is beyond that. God's will for you is greater than that. And as we wrap up today, we're going to pray that the Lord would bless you in his caliber of blessing, that he'd bless you on God's level. Your level of blessing in your mind, it's probably here. Even if it's big compared to God, it's probably here. Mm-hmm. You know, even if an airplane sounds big to you, I could own an airplane. God could make you want to own 50 airplanes. Like mm-hmm. that's nothing to God. Yeah. His level of what's good mm-hmm. is so much further beyond ours. Yeah. Yeah. So when we pray, we're going to pray that your eyes of enlightenment enlightenment would be opened, that you would see what the hope of your calling is and that our presumption of this is how good my life can be. Mm -hmm. It then goes to God's level of how good life can be. So Jesus in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that our eyes would be enlightened, that we would know what is the hope of our calling. God, enlighten our eyes. Let us think God thoughts. We're designed to think on God's level. We're designed to share the mind of our Lord. We're designed 
to carry his spirit, to carry his power. God, help us think bigger. Help us think bigger. Help us believe as you've called us to believe. Eliminate presumption from our lives, God. Help us to not bring bias before the throne of grace. Help us to be humble. Help us to be humble, Lord. Humility leads to grace and greater grace. Just say this for everybody watching. Just pray this with me. Lord, help me to be humble. Help me to be humble so that I may have your grace. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want you. You're my Lord. You're not just my Savior. You're my Lord. You call the shots. I am obedient today. I do not think my own thoughts. I think God thoughts. I think on your level. I tune my mind into the frequency of heaven, and I think on heaven's level. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you for being my Lord. I line myself up with heaven's will. Now, God, bless your people. Bless every person watching. Bless them on your level of blessing, God. Bless them. Bless them abundantly. Bless them beyond as they obey your word, as they obey the fullness of your word, Lord. Bless them. Let them start at the place of blessing. They don't have to earn blessing. They don't have to work to get blessing. Just by obeying your voice and making you Lord and Savior, we start at the place of blessing. Lord, bring us back to our starting point with you. Let us all reset back to you fresh today. You're our Lord. Baptize us. Say this with me. Baptize me, Jesus, with the fire of God fresh today. Refine me. Baptize me. Overflow me with your Holy Spirit and with fire. Purify me. Let everything that was not birthed of you in my life Let it be burned up. But Lord, those things that were birthed of you, show me how to cultivate them now in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. You are good. And your mercy endures forever. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God is good. You want to do offering? Do you want to do offering? (laughs) Do you want to do offering? Um. Oh, you're serious. Yeah. You're serious. <laughs> oh, you're serious. <laughs> come on, like cottage cheese and like randomness is going to come out. But okay. I believe in you. I'll pull out a random green tab. On okay, pull out a random green tab. I don't have my Bible. I didn't, I wasn't expecting. Do you want the word of the Lord? The word of the Lord. <laughs> How about, Buddy has green tabs though. See, isn't that cool? He has we'll all kinds. So all the green is, is, like prosperity and oh, offering related. All the green, I don't, the yellow. Every day here at the broadcast, we want to give you the opportunity to sow. We want you to have the opportunity because it's an opportunity. It's not a have to. It's an opportunity to sow into the Lord. He is good and he's faithful and he's just. And the way his word works is you can be the blessed of the Lord. You can be the head and not the tail, but you've got to work the word. 
And the word says that there is seed, there is time, there is harvest. Mm -hmm. And so in order to get a harvest, there must be seed planted. Mm -hmm. There must be seed planted. And the word tells us that he gives seed to the sower. So that means right now, if you feel a desire to sow, then there is seed in your hand. There's seed somewhere, whether it's physically money or whether it's something in your house to give or whether it's yourself, you have something that you can sow today. And we're not looking to build it up for ourselves. We're looking for you to then go to another level because sowing gives you the opportunity to increase. Have you seen that happen in your life? Yeah, and I think it's cool because what we've been talking about, it really lines up with this, is um, the key still being following the voice of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. In this, in this moment, this is, this is an opportunity to demonstrate what we've been talking about right now, is yeah. following the voice of the Lord, and that's where the provision will be. That's where what you need will be. If you need every, I mean, even if you're like, no, I'm good, like my finances are good, there's always more, like with yeah. what you were praying, there's always more. And in yeah. this moment, there's, there's, there's a plan for you specifically on yeah. what the Lord wants you to do, like whatever that is. And um, so this is a moment to demonstrate that, which I love. And there, um, for me, I used to just kind of like give like randomness and be like, there, it's a seed. The Lord will bless it. And I, and like, here's, I'm just throwing it. And like, and I had like a system of like, every service I will give this much because that sounds great. And it, it wasn't the voice of the Lord at all. And that's not, that's not what I needed to do. And um, so... Yeah. Amen. 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 So as you guys are seeking, <laughs> that was super weird. <laughs> as you guys are seeking the Lord today, yes. He is a. You're able to hear from Him. Yes. Yeah. You're not beyond that. You yeah. can hear His voice right yeah. now. So yeah. just no matter who you are, seek His will. He could say no. Don't sow. Yeah. It's I've I've had that happen rarely, but He He could say that. So just right now, Lord. Speak to your people. Ask him to speak to you. God, do you want me to sow? Even if you've already sown, he could say, sow again. You know, the Lord is always there to give instruction. So seek him right now. God, is there anything that you want me to sow today? Is there more that you want me to sow today? I will be obedient to you. And then trust that you're going to hear from him right now. You'll hear from him right now. If he tells you to sow into the broadcast, you know, we're good ground. We're a ministry that believes in souls. Every dollar that is given to us is put towards souls, whether it's through the live stream, whether it's us physically going out soul winning, no matter what it is, we're a ministry that believes Mm -hmm. in souls and is for souls. So when you sow, it's going into the harvest of souls. So if you want to sow into this ministry, you're welcome to. You can go to givebc.org and you can do it there. If you want to conveniently give, you're welcome to on Facebook. Do hashtag donate followed by the dollar amount and you can do it on there. But whichever way the Lord tells you to do it, go for it. Be obedient because his word is true. And when he says that you will be blessed if you, you know, he, he provides seed. And then he also then increases 30, 60, 100 fold. It's who he is. He's a God who is true to his word. Put him to the test today and watch as he comes through for you. Do you want to pray over the finances? Sure. Sure.
Father, we thank you that every instruction you give us is an opportunity yeah. to increase. So, Father God, as, as we are seeking your face, God, on what we should sell, what we should give, God, we thank you that whatever you instruct us to do, God, it is only intended to take us higher. Yeah. Father God, not just the ministry, but God, every single giver. Father, just as Paul said, you know, not that we seek the gift, but we seek the fruit that increases to their account. So, Father God, I pray, Lord, that everyone who, who hears your voice, God, give them the, the courage and the strength to do what you called them to do yeah. so that they can go higher. And, God, we thank you that every gift, every seed, every seed sown, God, just as Jesus said, give and it will be given to you. Yeah. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, thank will you, be Father. pouring over into their laps. God, I thank you, thank you. That, they're, that they're only going to go up from here. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, that was What's the Word? Amen. That was fun. It was fun. There were a lot of really random moments that I hope everyone enjoyed. <laughs> if you saw me laughing, like starting to laugh and I suppressed it, like toward the end of your, no one wants you more blessed than God. No one wants you more than, I had the, no one fights like Gaston, eats egg whites like Gaston or whatever the words are. Eats egg whites. Like that's probably I like not the words. But that's where I was, is I had the Disney song in my head, and mm -hmm. I started laughing. And I literally swallowed my laugh. I'm like, no, it's the anointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to get out the counterfeit faith thing, like foos or <laughs> foss. Oh, like, I, was, yeah, I, had to, I had to remove that from my brain, because that wanted to linger. <laughs> there, there was one Pop point, I don't know right if you here. saw, I was going like this. I had to, like, physically, like, recharge my brain to get us back in the right th position. And then you jumped in. I'm like, okay, thank you. That gives me time. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we love y'all. Thank you for being on with us today. And tomorrow we have another awesome episode in store for you. Tomorrow mm -hmm. is a, oh, no, what did we retitle it? It's not Will uh, It Muffin. I think Will we're doing that right. Thursday, though. We're doing that Thursday. What's Muffin? Well, we got, we got Bible trivia tomorrow. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That's a for sure thing. Yeah, we do. We're looking at the schedule and making some changes. So, Tomorrow it even will better. be exciting for you. Um, but here's what's awesome before we hop off. Guess who's coming on Sunday to Boomerang? Pastor Tracy. Pastor Tracy! Yay! Pastor Tracy Harris, Brother Tracy Harris, Pastor Brian's uh, one of his spiritual fathers in the faith. Mm -hmm. He is a mighty man of God, and he's coming to Boomerang this Sunday, this Monday, and this Tuesday night. He'll be here at 6.30 p.m. If you can get here, get here. Yeah. You know, travel in for this. Yeah. Like, he... Yeah. He is the, the man of God that we all, like all three of us, drove 16 hours one way to be there for a few days yep. in, yeah. in his meetings because yep. they are worth going to. They and are. he's coming to us. Yeah. And it's, I'm so excited and honored that he'll be here. And we want you to come. If the Lord's laying on your heart, get here. It's worth the travel. It is. Do it. Do it. And with that, we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, 1145 a.m. here on the broadcast. See ya! Bye.